The Minnesota Rundown, presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Minnesota Rundown, presented by 10,000 Takes. I am, of course, JJ, Journalist Jake, because I'm the best damn journalist to ever do it, allegedly, until I'm not. I'm going to be the host and slash producer slash mediator of today's Minnesota Rundown episode. I want to, We want to welcome on our two uh, individuals that are going to be battling it out, I should say, on today's episode. I want to welcome on our special guest, Rick Sosa, who's, a, I mean, your senior staff writer for uh, Vikings Territory, which is, a you know, I think probably the number one independent source for Vikings news in Minnesota. I mean, would you would you say that? I'd say um, uh, it's probably one of the most reputable ones. I mean, there are a few out there that I think do a pretty good job, and, and they're significantly, you know, a significant size. But territory has been around for a long time, and I think uh, it's mostly the reputation that I think, you know, people uh, respect it, and uh, well, mo- most people do, <laughs> some not so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's just been around for a long time. Perfect, awesome, and then we also have our very own Zooch. How's it going, coming, everybody? Coming on the show, and we uh, we uh, appreciate you coming on to, to for. And what, what, how many times you've been on the rundown now? Is this is my third second time? time, but you know, we I used to host it back in the summer with you guys, so it ain't my first rodeo on here. All right, well, we will, now that we introduced everybody, I want to say, guys, at the when you're done listening to this episode, uh, we, I will we will put out a poll who we thought you know I should say won the episode for the people to vote if they want to vote for fun to see who they felt had the better arguments. And last week we had Eric Strack, a Minnesota sports fan, on and our very own producer, Cam Thompson. And Cameron, our very own Cam Thompson, actually won that poll, so he technically won last week's episode. But again, guys, if you listen to this episode, you can go on our Twitter and vote in a poll. If Rick Sosa of Vikings Territory or our very own Zooch, does come out on top but i mean it's informal it's we're here to have fun but oh, yeah. people can vote whatever <laughs> we're gonna have to have a debate but so i'll approximately go over about seven questions that y'all just give give you one question at a time you both give your point of view approximately a minute but we can obviously give other thoughts on it but yeah let's hop right into it the first question the vikings recently promoted uh clint kubiak and he's the son of uh Gary. Gary Kubiak. I couldn't think of his first fucking name. God. Um, but he's the son of, of Gary Kubiak. Uh, the Vikings recently promoted him to the offensive coordinator position. So I want to ask uh, both of you guys, uh, was that a good move? And if it wasn't, who else should they have got to f- for that job? So, Rick, I'll uh, give this one to you first. Well, uh, was it a good move? Yes, uh, from the standpoint that Mike Zimmer is looking for uh, continuity uh, on the offense since you know since pretty much since he started with the Vikings in 2014, he finally was able to um, get that going from uh, 2019 to 2020. So granted, Gary Kubiak uh, decided to retire. Uh, you know the Vikings wanted to stay on the same road. The offense was really good in 2020. Uh, I know it's frustrating to some people that the offense is pretty much a run-first uh, type of uh, uh, oriented offense. Uh, but I think for Zimmer, um, you know, this is going to be a very critical 2021 season. And I don't think he wants to make too many changes because he just wants to go into uh, next year, you know, wanting to 
you know, go farther than he ever has. You know, conference uh, championship is as far as he's gotten. So I think it's from that standpoint, it's, it's a good move. Uh, Clint is not going to be changing a whole lot of uh, anything uh, from what his father left behind. So, yes, uh, I think it's a good move. Zuch? I mean, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. They need that continuity on the offensive side. They haven't had that, you know, since if you look back 06 to 16, they had three coordinators and they had okay offenses through there and they had the one NFC title game. But they just need that to have the same guy in there year in and year out to let this offense keep rolling because, as you said, they had the fifth best offense this year and that was the strong point of the team. You get a, you get a little defense played there. You know, you have a dangerous football team, but they obviously didn't have the defense. I think it's a good move. They keep, you know, the same name in there. Not the same guy, but, you know, same family tree. It's not like those guys are going to have very different views of the football field. So I do think it's a good move. They'll keep the same guy in there, and we'll see what he can do. I got to be honest with you. I didn't even know uh, I I didn't even know Clint Kubiak really existed until <laughs> I saw this news break. I'm like, I did not. I mean, I think I've generally heard of him. Like, I totally space that he was uh, part of the team I, I didn't know he's part of the coaching staff I'm like holy shit yeah he was coaching quarterbacks wasn't he I, yeah, yeah he quarterbacks coach wide receivers or something he so, was a quarterbacks coach yeah, so. um and he I mean th- there's this big deal about you know the nepotism and whether he got the job because of his father mm-hmm. you know other people say well no he was uh, with the Vikings before his father got here well that's technically true and not true because he was here in 2013 but then he left Mm -hmm. and then he came back with his dad uh and then now um he's taken over as offensive coordinator you know were there other possibilities uh perhaps i mean the uh the announcement was today uh but yesterday was leaked out to the media by tom pelicero nfl network and the timing Maybe coincidental, maybe not. Uh, day after the Super Bowl, speculation that maybe they did try to talk to uh, Eric Bieniemy and uh, Byron Leftwich from each uh, uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Kansas City. Of course, they're not going to do a lateral move. Uh, those guys are, you know, looking to be head coaches somewhere in the NFL. So uh, come Monday, and Vikings kind of decided to just go with the the young Kubiak. He's only thirty three. So it's going to be uh, coordinator number six in, in Mike Zimmer's era with the Vikings. Yep. Uh, you know, pretty young guy. So we'll see uh, how he's going to mingle with the the old timer. Was this was this Kirk's? Is this is this Kirk's now fourth? Yep. new coordinator in four years. Yeah. Oh, jeez! <laughs> like, how does that how does that affect the quarterback psyche? Like, I. I I mean, you can only. I mean, I, I get criticism on Kirk, but that cannot help. No. Going through a coordinator every single no. year—that just that consistency is just is just. Seems tough. like Kirk is happy though with this one. He had a whole big, you know, quote I saw today. It seems like he's happy. So, he got, I guess we'll see. He got along with him really well as a quarterbacks coach. So yeah. he's he's is his buddy. He's a young uh, yeah, guy. That's we'll, good. Uh, again, we'll see how the buddy buddy. You know, we'll see how it works. We'll but. see. We'll see a year year's time. Vikings looking for a new offensive coordinator. I mean, I'm really promoting. just hoping they're not running all the time on second and long situations like they have been this past couple of years. So let's just hope. You know, they dial up some more passing plays in these second and longs. But what what you said is true. I mean, uh, if, if they can keep anywhere in the top five mm-hmm. in offense, and and they can play, you know, a 
yeah. decent yeah. defensive uh, uh, scheme. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Vikings can be a dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, like going off of that that thought too, which hope we don't see like a, 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 a screen pass on a third and 20 <laughs> that we've seen from Zimmer uh, here and there. And it's just like, you're practically throwing your, your, your beer at the TV. Like, or a five oh. yard out on a set like, when you need seven. It's oh, like, just, are... just stop. Well, mo- moving on here, sticking with football, obviously the Super Bowl just happened this weekend. We saw some of the commercials. I personally didn't think, I thought they were okay, but in your, in your guys' opinions, I mean, what was the best Super Bowl commercial, Zooch? What, what was the best Super Bowl commercial? I a, I, I'll start with one I liked. I like that Jason Anderson Tide commercial where they had a sweatshirt and they're, you know, just abusing the sweatshirt and they're washing it and they had Jason Anderson at the end. I thought that was clever. I didn't like the Doritos one this year. It just didn't do it for me. They usually have really good ones and they're humorous and that one was just meh. I'm a pretty big nerd, and I'm really into the Marvel movies, so my favorite one was definitely the teaser trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought it looked awesome, and I I don't know. Judging by what they did with that new show they released, uh, it looks like it's going to be an exciting Phase 5 after they just got done doing all those other movies. So that's probably my favorite one from the Super Bowl. Like you said, they weren't very good this year, in my opinion, so that one was definitely my favorite. Rick, what was your what was the best Super Bowl commercial this year? You know, uh, yeah, I, I also think there were not that many to choose from, uh, or at least there wasn't just one memorable one. Mm-hmm. But if I have to, you know, pick one, um, I kind of like the one from um, I don't even know what he was advertising. Uh, I can't even remember <laughs> the one with Bruce Springsteen, uh, okay. where they talked about. You know, the country, I mean, in the middle, and, and the one star right in the middle <laughs> of, the, of the country, and he was driving this car. Mm-hmm. It was a cool commercial, but like I said, I, I don't even remember yeah, what no. he was advertising. Was it a car? car? Was it, it a car? Well, well I, I feel like every, it had to be a car, but then you never know. Every, I feel like a lot of the Super Bowl commercials, and a lot of commercials in general, but especially during the Super Bowl, they do not show you what the product is <laughs> until the last second. You're like, yep. this has nothing to do with Pepsi. Yeah. Like you'll you'll see like someone like like the Matthew McConaughey commercial where he was like flat. Yeah, the I don't Doritos one. The Doritos one. Like I, what is this about? <laughs> like it's kind of cool visually, but then Matthew McConaughey is flat and he goes in his vending machine yeah. and it's Doritos. Oh, oh, what does that have to do with that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, but I guess that's what advertising's come to. You got to keep your eye on the screen. Like what the hell is going on yeah. here? I-, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. What that commercial was about? I just thought the commercial was cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if he was selling the car, the farm. <laughs> it could have been the farm for all we know. He might America, have been selling farm. farm, Chevy. Yeah, I don't know. I can definitely like see it being Chevy. Yeah, it was just, I mean, the American-made car, is, uh, that's probably what it is. I don't know. Who knows? Products make no, it, there's no association with the products and what the actual commercial is about anymore. But there it's were a, definitely, I, I would say from the Super Bowls that I can remember, for the most part, the commercials... We're not very good. Yeah. Well, I, I think a follow-up question too. I mean, have, have the have I feel like, in my opinion, though, have they have, but have Super Bowl commercials just? I feel like they've got worse, become worse. Yeah. In I feel like they're a lot better when I was like yep. younger, which was early two thousands for me. I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know, Rick. I don't. I, were they better like even before that? I don't know. You know, now that you said that, yeah. I, I just remember about another commercial. <laughs> uh, um, it was the Bud Light, and they were advertising. Uh, you know all the people that had been in super in previous Super Bowl commercials oh, yes. with Bud Light. Yep. Okay. The, the C- yes. Cedric, Cedric the comedian was in there, 
And then a couple other people that, you know, I remember from like, you know, 10, 15 years ago <laughs> in Super Bowl commercials. I thought that was kind of funny yeah. that they kind of had to go back and reminiscence, uh, um, you know, this old Bubba. advertisement people mm-hmm. that, that they had. Uh, there was another one. Now, I just remember, there was another one with Cardi B. Oh, yeah. What uh, was so that we, about? We, we, totally we, it was the Wayne's World. Uh, oh, yeah. The Wayne's World the one. The Wayne's World one. Okay. Yeah. That was kind of funny. That was, that was kind of... Did you see the Wayne's World I one? I don't think I saw that Showing. one. I don't know. I, I, I saw I was, I was saw like half of it, then I was like taken away from it. I was distracted, but that I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was Bringing right. back Wayne's World. It was it was okay, but I mean, they, they try. I feel like I feel like Super Bowl commercials have become too, like they're trying way too hard yeah, now. Ex- yeah, it's I like, agree with that. Just, with just, all the, well, they spend so much money, so yeah. they feel like they have to think of this huge, you know, scheme. really smart scheme, it. and they just overthink it. Speaking of that, I just quickly want to ask you guys um since the commercials seem to be you know the quality is not not as good what do you guys think of the halftime show i liked it i liked the halftime show i I actually i didn't like it at the beginning because i really couldn't understand what he was saying it was really jumbled but at the end the blinded by the lights that was pretty awesome yeah i it was something wrong with the volume of this microphone i mean it was Mm -hmm. just me i thought it was my tv i'm like i gotta get a new tv i can't hear the guy yeah, at the end, I could hear him a little better, but I agree with that. You could barely understand what he was saying, and I was just kind of like, I, me, I know who The Weeknd is, and I know his song, so I was like, oh, I, yeah, I know what song that is, but I couldn't tell you what part of it they're at. I thought the the stage and the choreography was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was a little, I noticed it was a little muffled early on. I'm like, I don't understand the things yeah. he's, he's saying. I can't you just hear understand. the beat, and you're like, oh, I know what song like, that is. But okay, I, I think, yeah, they're, okay, whatever. I mean. Uh, you would think that uh, in a Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime show, they, they would get their microphone volume correctly. Yeah, you'd or, think. Or, or they would have done some mic checks and shit. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, you can't get that down. I mean, it's the halftime show for the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's, it's become like a holiday for Pete's sakes. Like, people are waiting for that. Um, so moving on, shifting gears to the Timberwolves, as depressing as that is, uh, you know, they're probably done for the year already. They've already been probably eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of heat around, you know, this team. And, you know, if they're, I'm again, just disappointing. And a lot of people are looking to Ryan Saunders. And I guess the question I want to, to present to both of you is, is it time to just be done with the Saunders legacy and just it, should should the Timberwolves part ways with Ryan Saunders? Rick, I'll let you go first. Oh boy, uh, the Timberwolves. Well, the Timberwolves have tried everything <laughs> since 1989, and nothing works. Um, actually, that's not true. They did have a great year in 2004. Um, Made the conference when, finals when you know they were KG. the best team in the NBA, and mm-hmm. they of course they, they lost in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. I I think it's time. Um, I just kind of get the feeling that that Ryan is a little too much of a player's coach, a little too much of like a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think, uh, you know, I, I guess players they said they respect him and they like him. Well, of course, if he if he doesn't hold them accountable, um, it's just it just seems like we're there, and mm-hmm. and it, it's time to to uh, try to find some different. Uh, I mean, this franchise just has been. A complete disappointment, you know, for ninety eight percent of the time, it, it, it's just so, so hard to, um, you know, see a lot of the fans. You know, I still once in a while I run into people that like they tell me I'm a diehard Timberwolves fan. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How? I'm like, How? What? But I mean, they really mean it, and mm-hmm. and and it's just so, it's just so disappointing. But yeah, I do think that uh, 
it's time for the Timberwolves to yet try something else yet again. 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 It's like the miracle for Miracle. Again. Every year. Another year. Every other again. year, it seems like. That's how it is. You know your uniform again? Or... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Do something new again. Zooch, what are your thoughts on the whole situation? My Ryan gut Saunders. reaction right away, if you ask me, don't think about it, it'd be yes. But then you start thinking about it, and yes, they've melted down a few times this year, but they've also played really well in a few games with second and third string guys that not even Jesus Christ is going to win with. Like, it's just some of these guys are not good at basketball, and you're forced to run them out there because Cat can't get healthy. Well, he had COVID, so, you know, he had to do his due diligence and sit out his couple weeks. But even before that, he was injured. D'Lo can't stay healthy. What do you want him to do? He's playing with a bunch of backups. And I see that, and you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But even when he has these guys in the lineup, they haven't looked very good. <laughs> so I say you let him get healthy and you let him run with the lineup and give him till the end of this year, see if he can get something going. But as of right now, I'm going to say no for that reason. He just hasn't had the guys to run out there with. He's just had a bunch of backups. Unless, unless it's all a strategy. Well, it's a it's strategy. All, it's all part of a big plan. It's a part of a big plan. Yeah. Maybe maybe they want to be last place so they can draft Jalen Suggs. Yep. Oh, yes. And, and, then, and then next year they're going to be really bad again. Yep. Yep. And they're going to be last place so they can draft Chet Holmgren. Yeah, they're just going to keep – they want the and Minnesota. Then, yeah. And then the next year, I mean, when is Bronny James eligible? <laughs> yeah. And then LeBron James will want to do the Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. bit. And then we're gonna have LeBron James, Bronny James, Jalen Suggs, and who you just named, and then <laughs> we're Holmgren. we're Chet Holmgren, and yeah. we're we're NBA champs in twenty twenty four. I mean, th- that possibly it could be what they're doing. Who knows? I, I, I mean, think... I don't see any other reason why they are this. Actually, I lie. When we did when I was on the rundown the last time, they asked us over under on wins, and it was twenty nine and a half. And I told everybody to smash the under. I said they won't win more than nineteen games. And as of right now, that's looking like it's, looking it's pretty, a good. pretty good. Throw, bet. A be- throw a bet on it. Yeah. Tell you what it's looking like. It's looking like Seattle is calling. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's looking like. Yep. It, it, it's and like. I don't see why they want. <laughs> if I wasn't a Minnesota fan, I'd be, if I was a fan of the NBA, I'd be looking at it like, yep, get Minnesota the hell out of there and send it to Seattle. We want the Supersonics back. But, but see, in, in, if that happens in three, four, five years from now, people are going to miss the NBA franchise. Right, right. Then we're it's, gonna be calling for another one. It's yeah. just sad. It's a sad what position what position they're in right now and how much of miser- how miserable they've been for like thirty years. It's been bad. It's been bad. I <laughs> mean really minus bad. a couple years, but it should it should have been more than just like two years well, or even three a blind years. squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. So yeah. that conference final, it's like, yeah, sure, they're good for a year, but what happened? It for the imploded next fi- and they 16 were gone. Years. It was done. For like sixteen years and counting, it's wasn't brutal. that the same year that the Wild went to the conference finals? Uh, so that was or was that a year three? After? That was, was year that was, before. That was three. Okay, so, so back, oh, back to back years, Minnesota had a team in the conference finals. And guess what happened for the next sixteen years? Wild have been you know a little bit more successful, but well, they've been back. <laughs> they've, but <laughs> nowhere near. They've made really. the playoffs, but nothing. No runs. No runs. It's just depressing to think about when it comes to Minnesota sports. Another basketball coach, Richard Bettino. I, I've I, you know. I feel like this comes up every year. I feel like it's come up the last three years. People discuss it, but I, I, I've heard personally from just seeing some tweets about it and stuff like that. You know, that Richard Pitino is on the hot seat because he's inconsistent with winning. You know, how they play on the road versus how they play at home, and this inconsistency crap, and you know, just trailing their way into the tournament. I don't know. There's a lot of talk that he's on the hot seat. So I want to ask you guys: uh, Is Richard Pitino on the hot seat? And if you think he is. 
and you think he and and you think that you know he may get canned. I mean, who would be a possible candidate out there to replace him? So uh, Zuch, you can okay. go. Yes, he he really should be. I look at it as an eight year. I was listening to K Fan the other day, eight and years. I didn't even realize he's been here for eight seasons. Eight. Time, time goes fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Flies and by. they've been to two tournaments. They won a game in one of them. It was fun. And they got blown out the next game. They've been inconsistent. They start hot almost every single year. And then that just goes down the tube and they finish 15 and 12 or whatever it is. And it's time. He got these. He, he didn't even get. This isn't even a recruiting class. This is a bunch of transfers he got in here. He hasn't been very good recruiting in home talent, which I realize it's hard getting people to the U. But Williams Arena isn't a bad place to play basketball when it's up there and rocking. I really don't think it should be that hard to keep kids in the state to play for their home state. But that, yeah, I think it's time. You just got to move on. As far as names, I don't know much about college basketball who's even available right now. But yeah. I mean, they they got to find something because it's just it hasn't been good. I mean, what has he really done for Minnesota? Yeah. Rick, that's, your where, th- that's where I'm at. What are your thoughts? I, I think it really starts and ends with his comment. Um, I mean, you, when you got guys like Suggs, when you got guys like Chet Holmgren, and there's the other kid from Minnehaha, uh, uh, Prince, uh, I can't remember his last name right now. And you had Dawson Garcia in your in prior life where I, our studio is. I mean, so. it, it, if these guys are not even considering no. the Gophers... I mean, I understand that you know we're not we're not at the level of you know Duke or or North Carolina or what or whatever the cool places are right now, Gonzaga. I still believe that um, you know these kids have zero interest in staying with the Gophers, and and we need to change that. I mean, we 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 see a little bit of you know the PJ Fleck effect with the football team, where some kids from out of state want to come to mm-hmm. Minnesota and play. Of course, not at the level of of the big programs uh, yet, but I just don't see it with the Gopher basketball team. I just I just think that uh, Patino has not, you know, everybody thought that with the dad and you know the connection that he mm-hmm. was going to be this great recruiter. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. No. So I don't, I don't think um, um, it should be a, a surprise that he could be in the hot seat. You know, and as far as replacement, I, I really don't know who yeah. can be his replacement. I, I, you know, for all I care, you know, why don't you bring Clem Haskins back and, <laughs> and bring the tutor with him? Yeah, so yeah. They, so they can do all the papers. You guys are too young to remember that. Yeah, no, no. The 97 scandal, like yep. kid, the tutor was doing their homework. Yep. So, yeah, bring him with them. I, Took I, away a national title. <laughs> it, uh, well, Final Four. But the yeah. Final Four. The Final yes. Four, but final still. Four. I mean, that's a national title in our, our book well, here yeah, in Minnesota. For us in Minnesota. Gosh, final Sam Four? Jacobson. Do you guys remember Sam Jacobson? Sam Jacobson. See, that's I mean, I was know. born in 96, but I my, my dad actually kept a scrapbook of that whole year. <laughs> so I know all those players oh. like I like I was alive, you fully know, alive during was, that team. Quincy was, Lewis and... It was a magical year. Bobby Jackson. Bobby Jackson. Uh, it was a great year, yeah. and the state was... Uh, you know, just going crazy uh, when they flew back um, from the Final Four, and of course they took it all, all away. Took it away, thanks to the tutor. The tutor doing their homework. Damn you! But no, that I, I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine the hype if the Gophers going to the Final yeah. Four. I freak. I went down to Des Moines a couple years ago to watch the Gophers play in that first round game uh, against Louisville, oh, yep. and they. It, I mean, it was an upset. You know, it was a 10 over a 7, but I think the Gophers were, you know, favored in some experts' brackets. Yeah. But still, I was just, you know, ecstatic about them winning a first-round game. Yeah, I couldn't fun. even imagine them <laughs> winning four games 
to get to the final four, I, I mean, couldn't even imagine. A sweet sixteen like, at that. I mean, I it, it was I, I I lived through that, guys, and yeah, and it was it it was phenomenal. It was great. It was one of the biggest you know sports moments in Minnesota, and mm-hmm. and um, you know it's it's sad to see that also the, the program just we, we can't even fathom see them get right. into the elite eight or yeah. anything like that. Is it's uh it's it's definitely you know seems like it's just impossible to see any team let alone the Gophers make the final four and make a run it just seems like impossible for us Minnesota yeah. fans at this point well speaking of or you're going to say, say quickly yeah, say yes. but, but when you have recruits like Jalen Sauce yes you can yeah. do it in your backyard yeah, yes. Or Chet Holmgren. I mean, you want to go eight years, look at the Jones brothers. They both, you could have recruited both of them. I realize Tyus so, was a lo- very long shot, but Trey, come on. You, I mean, that is your on. first problem. I mean, when you have these guys that are, you know, national yes. uh, uh, recruits, big time players. And they're big time players for their teams when they get there. Correct. Uh. And, and and they, I, I'm telling you, I had the chance to watch uh, uh, Suggs and uh, Holmgren with Minnehaha Academy mm-hmm. in, in a game. And I mean, the kid just. When I mentioned the golfers, I mean, he was always like, <laughs> like, nah, I'm not going to say anything. It's like, like oh, it sounds like a cute story, but ain't going to happen. It's, it's like, I'm going to go somewhere big. It's like, hey, Dinky Town's fun. It's like, come on. <laughs> He's like, well, that's exactly it. I mean, Gonzaga. What? It's a random ass town in Washington uh, State. Yeah, so, so I, I used to get that argument that oh well, you know they want to go where there's a party. It's like there's no party. Gonzaga, Dinky there's Town? no party. Gonzaga, Dinky Town's <laughs> popping, man. Yeah. Dinky Town is ten times more fun God. than Gonzaga. Exactly. So it's it's like what are you doing, Richard? All you have to do is lay out like here's Dinky Town. Here's where you can party. You're set if you come here. It's like right. you're not even doing that. What are you doing? Yeah. But speaking of the Gophers, to move on here, go for hockey. They got swept by Wisconsin over the weekend. They seem to be having the most issues with Wisconsin. Yep. Of course, because we're Minnesota, we can never seem to figure out Wisconsin. This looks like the one-year go for hockey in like seven years at least is getting something going. And they still might, but they can't seem to beat Wisconsin. <laughs> but my point is, is after you know getting swept by Wisconsin and losing 8-1, to one, I think, on Saturday, that was brutal, um, our – are are the go are the is the Gopher hockey is the Gopher hockey team officially overrated in that are they a team that's going to make the NCAA tournament maybe even overhyped maybe as a one or two seed but then just be be a first round be a first and done team get in the first round and just be done and just lose right away Rick what are your thoughts on it I don't know how much you've seen in Gopher hockey this year but well I, I I'm a huge Gopher fan so yeah. I mean I follow all Gopher sports perfect um. The hockey I haven't followed as much uh, as of late, um, but I mean the first game that they played, the very first game, because I heard they're ranked number one yep. and using that. And, okay, they're gonna play Notre Dame, right? Yep. So yep. Like, oh, that's, that's, that's another a, series. I'm like, okay, that's a that's in the bag. I mean, yeah. that's like yep. a foregone conclusion. I'm yep. like, oh, I'm just gonna watch some, you yeah. know, destroy, destroy. Stress-free. You're gonna watch destroy, one of our Minnesota teams win a game yeah. or look good. So I mean, to, to answer your question, are they overrated? Heck yeah. I mean, I mean, Notre Dame. Uh, I watched that game, and Notre Dame didn't seem that great. No, but the Gophers were kind of the same level as 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 they were. So, so to me, uh, you know, they were supposed to be ranked number one. I'm mm-hmm. going. Uh, I just don't see it. So yeah, I think they're they're uh, overhyped. Uh, are they going to make the tournament? They might because uh, you know teams they have talent. Eventually, they can put it together and and make a run. Mm-hmm. But I still think they're over, overrated. 
I mean, I, I you can agree with that. You look at Bob Motzko when he coached at St. Cloud State, those teams always started hot. They were always number one in the country. They'd make the tournament, bang, first round. It was like a number, single, number one overall it was a It was a holiday every single year, and it was awesome because St. Cloud fans would get cocky with everybody, and then they'd lose first round. You'd be like, kind of told you so. So that's that's a little worrisome because he's kind of doing the same thing here. They have not looked good, as you said, against Notre Dame. They played terrible. That Sunday loss, or was it Saturday against Wisconsin, whatever day it was, terrible. That's an 8-1 to loss. You're number two in the country, and you're going down 8-1. That's not a good look. And I realize Wisconsin's good, and they got Cole Caulfield and all these other guys, but that's a bad loss. Now, to say if they're going to be a one-and-done, I don't know. They got a good goaltender that is struggling right now. He needs to get his head back on straight. But they also got really good defensemen. Jackson Lacombe, you know, he's a first-round pick. And... Brock Faber, they got on the yep. backside. I mean, they got they got the guys, and they got enough scoring on the front hand. But it's really a depth piece, and those bottom six forwards have not been doing it this year. So, I guess we'll see on the one and done. But they are definitely overrated and overhyped right now. I'm just worried because like Motzko was yes, like you were saying is was did that with St. Cloud. Every Excellent year. season, going Every number one overseas, just lose four to yeah. one in the first game to like the four seed. Which I I get it. It's the four seed isn't like the 16th seed in like the NCAA basketball tournament, but like. Come on, man. Like, yeah, put up a fight. It used to be until the Gophers lost to Holy Cross or the whoever Holy it was. Cr- oh, my gosh. That's, and then that the like, floodgates oh. opened. There was one year, I think, three number four seeds went to the Frozen Four shortly after that. So It's like, that's and, crazy. And, and let me tell you guys, like I said, I don't, I don't follow as close as maybe you guys do, but all that has to do with only one thing, mm-hmm. coaching. Mm-hmm. Coaching. That's why you got to be worried about it right there. I mean... Is Motzko on the hot seat? Yeah, there. You know, I mean, there it is. Not yet, but he probably will be if they go and they choke first round as a one seed. I'll tell you that much. Fans will be going after him. You know, there's those dot super. I mean, I, I, you know, I consider myself, you know, a big Gopher fan. I'll follow Gopher hockey, but there's those diehard, diehard Gopher hockey fans where all they watch is Gopher hockey. Mm-hmm. You know, of all Gopher sports, they'll just watch Gopher hockey, and they'll be the ones going after his head. Yep. Like they'll be like, like they'll be trying to find address to his house and showing up to his. Like those crazy kind yeah. of people. So and then you'll have the St. Cloud fans giving us shit for. Oh, see, yep, we told you. It's like, but we we told you. Yeah, <laughs> you put he coach for St. Cloud. Well, and and, and the Badgers, I'm sure they're. Oh. They're like, okay, yeah, see, you thought you yeah, were exactly. Yeah, see, we're beating you up in, in hockey now too. They didn't just you. beat us. They whooped. Yeah, they <laughs> they whooped on us. Kicked our asses. Um, move, to move on now to the to the Twins, another mm-hmm. team that you know. Well, they disappointed us obviously very. in the postseason very much last fall. Um, yeah, it was definitely a little blue after that series. I was hoping they would win a fucking playoff game for the first time in, what, 17, 16 years? It's like, come on, it can't be that difficult, but I guess it is. But the Twins have been making some moves here lately. I mean, who they get that? Uh, Andrelton Simmons. Simmons. Andrelton Simmons. I, I, when I saw that name, I was like, I don't know how to say that, but Andrelton Simmons. They got uh, J.A. Hap. Yep. J.A. Hap, and they got that. Uh, who's that closer they just Alex got? Alex Colome. I, I think it's Colome. 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 And then they got one more guy, didn't they? I swear they got another one more yeah, guy. Yeah, uh, Hansel Robles. Yeah. Robles? Robles. Mm-hmm. Robles. Cool. So Who I'm excited for personally. He had a bad well, year last year, but he's he's a good pitcher. Obviously, there's more, maybe more moves that can be made, mm-hmm. but I mean, are the Twins off season moves thus far yay or nay? Are they are they sufficient to get them to win at least just one damn playoff game? Zuch? Yes, they are sufficient enough to win one playoff game, a series, maybe. 
I mean, time will tell. If Andralton Simmons is playing that baseball like he can on the defensive side, they got someone special there because he, for my money, is one of the best defensive shortstops we've seen in the last 15 years because he, the guy just gets everything. There's a play against the Yankees who's been a thorn in our side where he, uh, I think there's one out in the ninth and they hit one in between the third and shortstop, diving play, gets up, throws him out. Uh, it saves a run right there. I mean, runs like that. And players like that, they don't come along often. The, that elite defensive shortstop, we went out and we got him. He can hit. He's not going to be a great hitter, but I don't think we really signed him for that. But I'm excited to see him and Polanco up the middle because I don't think Polanco's arm is that great at all. So the shortstop position has really been iffy for the Twins. I mean, that air he had in the playoff series cost us game one when he threw it past yeah, the oh, rise. Yeah. Straight up cost us game one. Wanted get, to break my TV. So, I mean, I, I like that signing a lot. And I like our pitching signings a little bit. I'm not really keen on J.A. Happ. He's old. We'll see how he does. But the relief pitchers, it just added to one of the best parts of the Twins. So I'm all for the moves. Is it enough to get us a playoff win? Yes. A series win? Time will tell. We'll see. How do you feel about the moves in this offseason, Rick? I like them. Uh, but at this point, just like you said, the, the Twins are the Twins are not going to be measured on what they do in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're expected to make the playoffs. No one's going to care, man. Mm-hmm. No one's going to no. care if, if uh, they do great in the regular season or whatever, win the division. Everybody's going to want to see them win a, a playoff game or, or more than that. Um, and I agree with you. I just, I just, not even with the moves, I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure. Uh, only because you guys know in the playoffs, it's all about pitching. Yep. Yep. So I just don't know. Uh, I want to have faith and say that they could win a game, but I mean, you can't sell for winning a freaking right. game. Right, one game. Come on. Come on, one man. game. Just I mean, you one. See, and you mentioned seventeen years since since they it's won like a two thousand four, I think. Mm-hmm. So I mean, kind of going back to the Timberwolves. Yeah, it goes full you know, circle. It, it does. I mean, it's been like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years that this this franchise is. They just. It was two thousand four, wasn't it? That it, year it was us. the bit. It's not twenty twenty. It, 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 it was two thousand four. Uh, it was for the us, bit kind of a deadly year. Yeah, it, it was the bit where the the outfield ump missed Mauer's double, and they called it foul, and then we ended up losing that game. And I don't think we've won a game since in the playoffs. <sighs> I mean, uh, you guys remember when we uh, uh, beat the uh, the Moneyball? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yep, Oakland. Yep. They beat the A's. Oh, 3 They beat yep. him, and that's or there was two thousand two. Two thousand two. I think it was. Yep. This is back when when you know Minnesota franchises, you know they're doing okay. They're doing uptick. all right. They're yeah. doing okay. They had they're the two the World uptick. Series, and, and then you know, 2004 hit or five, whatever. Yeah. And after that 2004 season, just woo, you know just, we drafted Troy Williamson with the Vikings and Tavares Jackson. And I, I won't. I won't go on. Well, rest in peace. That a, oh, but that was a bad. That was a bad pick, though. That oof. It's he had just, brick hands. That it, guy couldn't catch a cold. It's uh yeah it's 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 frustrating. We're, we're depressing people listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, not, we're not doing no, anything. No, 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 it's no. Our, no. Our we're just, talking, yeah, just talk, We're just reminding them like, oh shit! Like it's been since two thousand four. I think we <laughs> yeah. discovered something today. I think it's just two, something about two thousand four, yeah. and just after that, just down downward trajectory. Yeah, it's been bad. It's oh. been bad. It's been bad. It's been bad. But hopefully, yeah, they, we see yeah, they something. Had the, the wild twins and. <laughs> 
Um, the Timberwolves, Timberwolves all made conference actually, championships in a three-year span and nothing. Actually doing, actually doing shit, man. Well, I mean, you can have the Vikings in two thousand one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what was that? Eleven The the forty one the forty one zero. Yep. Yep. Yep, so they were they were okay. I mean, God, whatever. Man, it was so sports was popping. Back it was then. popping. We were looking at eight. We were we were heading for our own <laughs> yeah. title town. We we're hey, heading for Boston status. We had Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. We had Kevin Garnett. David Ortiz. Don't we have him? David uh, Ortiz. We had a. Uh, yep. Uh, I don't know when Marion Gabrick. Marion yeah. Gabrick was here. Gabrick. Yep, we had Gabrick. Time. We, we had, had stars on every team. We had Andrew, uh, Brunette. Brunette. Yep. Yes, he yep. scored that overtime yeah. winner in 03. Yeah. We right. had those I mean, it's players. Looking up right now, we got JJ. We got um, yes, Kirill Kaprizov. He's looking Kirill real, Kaprizov, real good. Kevin Fiala, you could loop in there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully, Ant Edwards. He hasn't had enough time yet. He's young. He didn't get a very much of an offseason. I, th- I think he's a very good player. Yeah, he is a, a good player. player. I was watching him yesterday, and he had a shot contested three. Where earlier in the season, his shot looked ugly. Looked I mean, really he's good. Like, he's nineteen, night. isn't he? Right. Yeah. yeah, he's young. Hopefully, but I was thinking oh. this is, uh, when I. Uh, JJ got gypped and didn't win Rookie of the Year. I was thinking the Wild legitimate or the Wild Minnesota Sports legitimately, if uh, Kirillov plays for the Twins, they could have swept the Rookie of the Year talk this year because Kirillov's going to win for the NHL. There's no question about it there. If he keeps, you know, if the Wild ever play again, and then Anthony Edwards, he's going to give it a, you know, he's going to give a shot Solid for deal. NBA Rookie of the Year. And I don't know if Kirillov's going to play, but I've heard some analysts saying that he could be a low key player you look at for rookie of the year in the MLB if he plays. But I know the Twins if they don't play him this year, they save a year of his contract, so they have him for 6 years instead of 7 if he plays. I know that extra year is a big difference. Humongous yeah. difference for the Twins. Yeah, we'll see if uh, Kirillov Kirillov, yeah, he's yep. he's going to be exciting to watch. I, I saw He had our, one of our yeah. few hits in the playoffs. Yeah. He only had a yeah. handful of hits. He was our he fucking rookie. Like it's oh, it's ridiculous. Well, speaking of some opposite of a rookie, Tom Brady, uh, this is the, probably this is the last question of the show, and probably the most important question of the show. I want to gauge your the both, hot your, topics here. both your opinions here. Hot topic here, trending. The question is: How do you feel about Tom Brady kissing his children? And uh, should should Kirk Cousins uh, should he start kissing his kids on the lips? Uh, Zooch, you want to give your take on this? I, I I don't know, man. I find it a little weird some of the time. That video, <laughs> if you guys remember the video when he was like laying down, get a massage, dad or his son opened the door, he's like. Dad, can I look at the fantasy football team? And he's like, well, what do I get? And he brought his son over, gave him a kiss, and then he turned around, he's like, not good enough. And the son like, walked back and gave him another one. I was like, okay, that's a little weird. As far as Kirk starting to do it, if it's going to bring us Super Bowls, and it's going to bring us seven Super Bowls, I mean, it might be time to give it a try. I mean, I don't see... Maybe, maybe the reason he's been playing so long is Brady's actually like taking life force from his kids because he's, you know, kissing them. But, I mean, we'll never really know what the secret behind it is because he really hasn't made many comments about it. But as far as Kirk going, I mean, anything to win, right? So, I guess, Rick, what's your thoughts? Well, I have kids, and uh, <laughs> so I know what it's like to be a parent. But, um, yeah, I I don't know. I think uh, hogs and, you know, yeah. all that, it's all great. But, uh, no, Mm-mm. I'm not. I mean, we're not I'm not feeling that Brady's a terrible father, which I'm sure no, he's not. No, that's just, no, no, no. That's it's just, just a little. And, and every he's in the spotlight, so yes, we got to talk exactly, about it. Exactly. And, and every person has their own yeah. whatever. But but as far as myself, my personal opinion, uh, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> I it's weird whenever I've seen it personally. I mean, that's his parenting style, whatever. But I mean, I mean, 
should should Kirk do it if it brings us wins? Uh, see, it's tough. Well, because you want to see him doing that, <laughs> right? And then, but we get Super Bowls. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, th- there's that, or there's Kirk driving that conversion van that is yep, that's yep. probably just, oh yeah, it's probably just as weird, awkward, and, and, yeah, and, and awkward I mean, and bad. Yeah, <laughs> But you know, and he lived in. Didn't they live in Julie's, uh, Julie's parents' basement for the first couple of years when he played for the Vikings? And he drove that van, and he had to save his money. He, I mean, yeah, Kirk yes, is a quirky and, quarterback. And too. and uh, during the COVID uh, time, uh, he was down in Orlando with the in-laws as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know if they own a house, rented a house, or whatever. And he'll get out of the driveway to work out, and people will like drive by and recognize him and just yell all kinds of. <laughs> Mean stuff to him. I'm sure I was going to say, I'm sure it's not nice. He would just like, wait, whatever. Hey, how's it going? Hi, neighbor. Hey, how's it going? You're a piece of shit. I hate you. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Hi, neighbor. You can pay way too much. And apparently, of course, some of the neighbors were Packers fans. Oh, man. That would make sense if he's getting a lot of shit. And if it's, especially if it's Packers fans, they'll hit on anybody. So that's not them. At this point, as. Whatever it takes to win games. Yeah, right. I mean, whatever it takes to win games. I want a Super Bowl. Yeah, he can wear he can wear those those uh, you know sandals with right. his best suit that he wears yep. and shows and up socks. in or that Christmas and socks suit. You know, maybe it would just be fitting if we saw him, you know, kiss his kids in an awkward way, just because he's yeah, he drives that van, he yeah. has a weird style, and you know, he's already an awkward dude. So. For for all I know, he can show up to the beach in his swimsuit and his cowboy boots. I don't care as long right. as he wins games. If you right. win games, man, it's all I care. It, it Winning do, games doesn't goes, matter. Goes a long way. Goes a long way, sir. Kirk, just just when it's games, you can do whatever you want in the spotlight. Then, man, well, not anything, yeah. but <laughs> most mean, things. You can even have your own cereal if you want. Right, you can. Oh wait. <laughs> oh sorry. Oh wait, he already has a four for a dollar. I think now at V. Yeah, yeah, four Kirk, for Kirk one dollar. snaps. So. So they couldn't sell enough of them, so they're like, oh, and people were like saying, people them. were saying like, oh, Hy-Vee knows something. Yeah, it, the tra- it's like no, it's just off season, and they didn't make the playoffs. You and go over to Wisconsin, and they have the Aaron Jones cereal four for one dollar too. So people like, return the favor. They're like, oh, is Aaron Jones on the move? Like yeah, it, come at on. this point, when someone's walking through Hy-Vee, like I, whether that's Kirk Cousins or, or or Dalvin Cook on there, they're like, oh, the Vikings are done. I don't want to be reminded of that <laughs> season. Oh. I'm, not right. buying that. I'm not going to look at that every morning when I, you know, eat cereal. So that makes sense. But well, I think that will about do it for another episode of the Minnesota Rundown. We want to thank you again, Rick Sosa, for coming on again, senior writer for uh, our senior staff writer for Viking Territory. Do you want to plug any of your social media where anybody can find you? Absolutely. First of all, I want to thank you guys for the invite. Um, you guys do a phenomenal job. I follow you, uh, you know, from a few months ago, and very, very creative work. Great content, and I think uh, one of the things that really caught my eye by you guys is you guys really embody, you know, the the Minnesota uh, sports fan mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You know what it's like to to live in Minnesota and go through the suffering. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned some of the good times. Maybe, maybe you guys don't remember because you were too young. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you you guys have gone through fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years of. Majority of over half our lives and just misery. <laughs> I mean, I mean, of misery. But, but, but you guys do a great job of of, of portraying that, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's why you've been uh, successful, and a lot of people like your your work. 
Oh, so thank you. Yeah, thank we, you. We, we we appreciate it, man. And we know that you're you're you know you have a huge influence on Twitter. You're a big discussion and conversation mm-hmm. starter, bringing up excellent topics, and definitely worth worth a follow. So they can just find you at, follow you at Rick Sosa or yeah, on your Twitter, Twitter is uh, at Sosa Rick. Okay, Um So yeah. Awesome. Check Sweet. it out. And then at Viking Territory, and you guys have a website and everything, social media. You can follow everything independent Vikings talk. And because, I mean, if you want more than just what's on the mainstream talk, I mean, you'll cover everything, you know, some of the more nitty gritty stuff that maybe slips through the cracks. Yeah. And, and just a quick plug in, I guess. Uh, Viking Territory just kind of started a coverage of other sports too oh, perfect. Uh, so we got now Tim McNiff do you guys remember Tim McNiff from uh, Care 11 yeah, he's yeah. Now okay. contributing mm-hmm. uh, you know writing some hockey stuff and, yep. perfect. and all that but of course we or myself I primarily focus on, on the Vikings perfect well expanding that's always a good thing for any any business but again we want to thank you Rick for coming on and Zooch our very own Tank Zooch 10k uh, you can find you on Twitter at yep. Zooch underscore 10k yeah 10k Zooch 10k Zooch 10k Zooch but of course guys also follow us on our main page at 10k takes Emmett on Twitter if you search 10k takes on Instagram you'll find us there just search 10,000 takes on Facebook if you want to follow us there and we're also on TikTok creating crazy everywhere stupid <laughs> shit on TikTok as well you got to be a part of that as well we also have some of our some crazy blogs that we write on our on our website at 10k takes mn.com and we have a shop on there we have some shirts we have uh you know some purple viking themed shirts some maroon themed shirts and uh i don't i'm not wearing one i'm <laughs> not gonna it's a fishing shirt but uh yeah so guys you can check that out check all that out and we'll also be posting a poll again like i mentioned for who you thought if you if you want to get in that fun if you think that you're passionate about who had better arguments <laughs> on this very in-depth uh, Minnesota Rundown podcast, you know, covering some very pertinent issues. You can definitely vote if you feel that Rick Sosa won or if our very own Zooch won. But I'll be putting a poll. We'll be putting a posting a poll for when we post this episode and episode details on our Twitter page. But, uh, guys, we want to thank you again for listening in to another episode of the Minnesota Rundown. I'm, of course, JJ. We had Rick Sosa on of Viking Territory. And Zooch, have a good week, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.